0: Welcome to Taking the Lead, a podcast where we talk with top business leaders about the challenges and opportunities they face in today's marketplace. I'm your host, Emily Reynolds, Managing Director of Career Transition Services at VPI Group. We're here today to talk about career transition in a post-COVID world. It goes without saying that today's job market and career choices look vastly different today than they did a year ago. As the world was consumed by the COVID 19 pandemic in the spring of 2020, right sizings and layoffs became the trend, especially in industries hardest hit by the shutdowns, such as hospitality, aviation, commercial real estate, to name a few. Millions of employees at all levels. Endured job losses. In addition to involuntary separations, many people used this moment in time to proactively reflect on and reevaluate the next chapter in career and life. And we've noticed a significant uptick in those seeking a next act or a divergent or unexpected path. Fast forward to our spring of 2021. Vaccines hold the promise of a reinvigorated economy. In today's short cast, we're joined by two of our senior career transition coaches, Lynn Edwards and Diane Frisch, to discuss what the landscape looks like for transitioning professionals as the market begins to open up. Linton Edwards, prior to being a coach with BPI Group, enjoyed time as a CEO and president in the business world, a managing partner, then that led to entrepreneurial work. Similarly, Diane Frisch was a senior executive of human resources with several very major corporations in the U.S. and globally. So I welcome Lynn and Diane today and look forward to a conversation with them. So hi to both of you. Hello. Hello, Emily. Hi. Diana, I'll start with you and just kind of explore a question. In your view, what do you think has changed in terms of the job market in the past year?
1: Emily, working with clients over the past year, the pandemic as difficult as it's been for people in terms of jobs and loss of jobs, I think it's been a tremendous opportunity for people to look at their careers and see what's really important to them. So a lot of my clients, we start off thinking, okay, let's secure full-time employment. But there's a lot of pause and evaluation of what's really important to them going forward. And you mentioned the next act. I think a lot of the people I'm working with are really asking themselves some fundamental questions. Which is, do I want to go back into a large corporate environment and work very tough, long hours? Or is this a period of opportunity for me to think about something else?
0: Lynn, what are you seeing in terms of changes in the job market or developments in the past year?
2: Well, there's always been a difference in the industries in terms of the dynamics of the job market. But with this virus, that has just gotten extremely intense where there are some industries that are booming. I mean, hyper-growth industries, some industries that are just sort of holding their own. And as you mentioned, there are some that just were decimated. And so I think that this has just put intensity or increased pressure on the difference in industries, which has affected some people obviously more than others. And I think has had people thinking as they go forth whether it's time for a change in terms of their the industries that they're in rather than staying in the industry that they have been in and have been hurt by that, you know, sort of broadening their perspective to say, you know, there are other industries that I should be looking at in terms of where my skills may be transferable.
0: Diane, what advice do you give to people in transition who may have been networking virtually and now need to transition to in-person networking?
1: I think flexibility on all sides is going to be important. I mean, I think the companies that people are interviewing with, I think they have to clarify and articulate expectations. And I think companies are struggling with that. You know, you hear about companies are saying everybody must be back in the office. A lot of the financial organizations are saying it's time to get back. Other companies are saying, well, I think we can work remotely. So I think for the individual that's in transition, I think they have to ask themselves what's really important to them in their job search. And are they willing to make a move to a city, for example, or is there a way to work with the new employer to do something remote or almost a hybrid type of approach?
0: Yes, and we were hearing during the pandemic that this geographic determiner had fallen by the wayside and it actually increased the pool of candidates for hiring companies because the geographic piece had sort of vanished temporarily, at least. Lynn, do you have anything to add? And are you finding that people are maybe having a bit of a struggle, or how do you coach them and counsel them as they're now going back to in-person networking and that sort of thing?
2: Well, on a lighter side, I tell them they need to get their business casual clothes back out because they're going to be wearing them more. Interviewing in person certainly is sitting there looking somebody in the eyes, answering their questions directly. But it's also a thing about body language which is what I watch when I'm interviewing somebody besides watching other things, but I am noticing their body language. And with Zoom, that is almost impossible to tell. And so I think they've got to sort of get back into the routine of whatever image they want to present. They've got to do it in a whole body way, if you will, to show interest and make their points, You know, to make sure you're looking somebody in the eyes. I think in some cases in Zoom, somebody people will have two, two screens and they're looking at one screen and they're not looking at the person, the interviewer, in the eyes. And I just think that's a a real issue, at least when I'm interviewing. I want to connect with somebody eye to eye, and the remote processes have made that more difficult. So I think they need to get back to that and remind themselves that that is important if they're going to differentiate themselves in an interview, how they come across in that emotional, intelligent way I think could be a real tiebreaker for them.
0: Well, this has been a great conversation with both of you. So appreciate your insights, your experience, and what you are observing out there as we're all in this very unusual time of post-pandemic. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Linton. Such a pleasure.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Taking the Lead is a production of BPI Group, and the views expressed are those of the host and guests. For more information, please visit bpi-group.us. Music for this podcast is courtesy of Jazzar.